0: Hey. I didn't know I was going to start this, but what is going on, people? Um, welcome to another episode of Artistic State of Mind. My name is Stephen, a.k.a. Smiling Mastermind, a.k.a. ladies Gentleman, a.k.a. The Art Appreciator. And who am
1: I in the studio with? Um, hi, guys. Um, it's um, I was going to say it's your girl, but I don't like starting that. I don't know why. I don't know where I got that from, actually. Um, it's Jules. Just Jules today. Um, Welcome back to another ep of Assom, a.k.a. Artistic State of Mind, a.k.a. the first and only podcast by young black kids who just love a bit of music, theatre, film and TV.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And we are here. Stephen, do you want to explain why we have an episode out late today?
0: Um... Just some miscommunication. Ah, uh, a lie what
1: I'm say. Tell. That's some that's mm, Okay. Yeah. Alright then. But how's your week been either it's,
0: way? It's been alright. It's been alright. Um it's been a lot of things I've been taking in. Um, whether it be music. Um <laughs> that sounds <laughs> <lessons>. hella wrong. <laughs> no, it's just taking in, like, I mean, I've been learning a lot to this week, let's just say that. i right, then. <laughs> definitely been learning a lot. So yeah. a new music that we're probably gonna be talking about a little later and yeah yeah how about you
1: yeah my week's been good um so far well i say so far the week is pretty much done it's a saturday we are recording um it's been yeah really good got some great news um so i'm going to celebrate later on tonight i'm off to no not tonight this afternoon i'm off off to a soka fete so i'm going to Soca fete yeah so fete
0: i don't know this, but okay
1: so it's like a, a soka day party Interesting. Um So there's going to be paint, powder and water. And everyone's just going to have a blast of a time. And of course, the weather has been absolutely sensational. Has it? This week, it's, it's been phenomenal, to be no, honest. But,
0: like, heat rash is real, honestly, man. You
1: got heat rash? <laughs> my, my skin good. I've, I've been flogged to the gods with my skin. But yeah, no, the, the weather's been... Kind of been really good I've not Well in the morning Before I leave for work I've had to wear a jacket But then mm. by the time I leave the office Around 5.30 Because <laughs> at 5.30 um, I've not had to wear a jacket It's quite warm outside Got the shades on And everything mm. Nice So yeah Nice so, that was uh, a short Really short Kind of like How's your week been Kind of vibe I think it took us About a minute or so Two minutes Yeah Two yeah. minutes Let's straight in there Bish bash bosh Yeah Straight up. So, what's been happening like these parts since we've last recorded in regards to kind of like news and stuff? I think we should. So, this episode is gonna be a little bit different. Um, we I initially was we were gonna do a a topic segment like how much do do about something which we normally do try and do every every episode, but I thought because there's been a couple of albums that have come out we might as well do some reviews and stuff because mm. we've i uh, surprisingly i've actually listened to some new music wow Ooh, a round of applause for me eh um so i've listened to some new music and me and stephen have kind of vaguely discussed it but not too much so we thought let's bring it to the podcast rather than having our own discussion about it let's bring it to you guys and discuss it then so we're going to do do it a little bit different so we're going to do the kind of like a mini review in our What's the Downbeat and get on with the rest of the show. Yeah. So to kick it off, um, Tiana Taylor, okay. the last of the Good Music Collective. Are they a collective?
0: They are, but Nas isn't part of the collective.
1: Okay. But yeah. Did you listen to the Nas thing? Yeah. Yes, no Yeah, I did listen to it No, Yeah. yes Oh, yes. Well, that,
0: what did I think of it? Yeah uh, It was okay But n- nothing past that It was okay
1: Okay, great We won't go into that Because I haven't listened to it Yeah um, But Tiana Taylor Huge fan mm-hmm. Um, I've liked her I like her, her I, I just like her all right in general Yeah And I thought she she has an amazing voice as well Um, So obviously when they said That she's going to bring out a new album I was like, yeah, I'm here for it I, I think even though I guess I don't really care for Kanye I actually care for her And I wanted to support You know So I said I'm going to listen to it Put aside whatever No i actually not putting aside whatever Kanye does He produced it But I don't care I just like Tiana Taylor Right
0: Um.
1: So she released a new album What was the album called? K
0: T S E.
1: And it's the acronym for keep the same energy. Keep that same energy. Keep back the same energy. Keep, keep that. Keep that same energy. Okay. Yes. Um What do you think of the album cover?
0: Um, it. I don't feel like it had any correlation to the music that was on there. But I, I was, think
1: it did though.
0: I felt like it's it's just it was just a case of her showing her body because she's got. She's no, got but a she's really on the bed.
1: <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the songs are quite sexual. Why? She's on a bed. She's very kind of like sexual in the pose that she's doing.
0: No mm, correlation? No, still still nah. none? No, not for me. I just thought like, because it it's a bit unnecessary. Like, yeah. But anyway. Okay. It would have been good if it was just a blank, black cover. Like, it will still be, I don't know. All right for me. I okay. Have a problem with that. So,
1: first listen. What did you think? Uh, first
0: listen. Tra- tra- was it eight tracks or seven tracks? Eight tracks. tracks like, eight which tracks which so. kind of deviates from the whole seven track thing Kanye <laughs> was doing. Um... Over, it seems like he made an exception or whoever made an exception in this this time around but yeah it was first listen I really liked it I thought I was I didn't I didn't know what to expect from the interview because I listened to her album before which was interestingly called seven um and didn't have seven tracks on there but <laughs> I, yeah like that that thing I had 12 tracks and I really I really liked a few songs on the album but I felt like it could have been Condensed to something In some kind of way And it feel like they've done that With this one But yeah listen to, Listening to the album The first time I, I liked it um, And yeah What did you think First listen
1: First listen I felt And I am No musical Connoisseur Or genius Or sit here And know how A, tra- a track is mastered Or whatever um, My first listen I could tell that it was rushed Hmm. I could tell that some tracks weren't mastered very well. right? Um, And it didn't put me off. But I was just like, hmm, I don't think he made much of an effort with her body of work in regards to making sure it was polished enough before it was brought out. Mm -hmm. However, a couple of tracks on there, that definitely got my attention. Mm. Um, And I listened quite a few times, actually going forth from that and i've got a couple of tracks on there that are already my fave that i've kind of gone back to straight away
0: i see i see um
1: after a few listens it's it's definitely grown on me Mm. um i think i listened to no manners at first that was the track that i first knew that it wasn't mastered properly
0: Right, well, yeah, that okay. Yeah, I, I get that with that track. I, yeah, I did you not like find it, it? Didn't feel it. Didn't feel complete.
1: Yeah, it me, didn't yeah. at all. And it's not even like because it was short; it just didn't feel complete in the sense that there was just a lot that was missing. Mm. Um, but I liked the song at first. I didn't. I was mm-hmm. like, oh god. Um, y- you can definitely see the stamp of Kanye on there. He just likes to use these weird. <sighs>
0: <laughs> like ghostly oh noises God. I don't know You had to just You had to do that but No okay, but he yeah. had to it's I, like, I understand
1: Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like these ghostly Kind of like I don't know Vibes that just come in From the song Like And the king of using samples mm, He is He's really the king So it makes me think What were uh, Is Kanye really a genius Out in these streets? Or is he
0: just remixing songs? Brother <laughs> <laughs> Some Do you know what I mean? Question. No, but he definitely he 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 doesn't doesn't remix songs. He definitely flips tracks and brings out another uh, different quote unquote energy from <laughs> from uh, each track. So all these songs that he's been sampling, like um he done a sample from um I believe it's the Stylistics. Um, or he done he done um one from Delphonics to a, ba- a band called GQ to the Stylistics. And Stylistics song was because I love you, girl and then which kind of sampled into a rose in Harlem Mm -hmm. so if you hear like a rose in Harlem that's from a sample from the stylistics um so yeah like it brings a different he's flipped that track and he's made something out of it Mm -hmm. and then obviously Tiana's brought her kind of thing to it and you know that's I feel like rose in Harlem is a lot of people's favorites on that on the album yeah so yeah like it's not something that's That happens all the time in regards to like Kanye always hitting the spot every single time he uses a sample. Mm -hmm. But I feel like in most cases he does know how to um, make make something that's quite old and dated feel quite new and And modern. Yeah, and fresh. So I guess so.
1: Yeah. Um. So should we quickly go through the tracks? No manners.
0: No manners. Okay. Nay. Huh? Yay or nay? Nay you say, mm. I always say yay Kanye Yay Oh okay. <laughs> Never mind uh, um, Yeah No No not for me
1: Not for you Yeah um, It's a yay for me Okay Um, Because it's grown on me mm-hmm. And immediately You're kind of like that Because obviously I have Apple Music I'm an Apple Music Subscriber now We thank Jesus Um, It repeats the track you, Obviously you know You can set your thing To repeat the whole album Once it's finished mm. So it's like I by the time it gets to the track to repeat it yeah there's no point in skipping the track Mm. do you know what i mean because it's just such a quick track yeah and it's kind of like grown on me and i do like the 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 bit where he goes and yeah okay yeah whatever i'm gonna try and attempt to sing it and stephen wouldn't like that neither um but yeah that kind of nuance to it kind of makes the track work. I see. Um next track I believe is Gonna Love Me. I don't listen to it.
0: Yeah. You don't? No. Really? That's probably one of my favourite tracks on there. Don't even bother listening to it. I find it so simple and beautiful. And yeah.
1: I probably listened to it twice and I was like no, three times. Yeah. And
0: I'm like, nah, no. Nah. I'd definitely say shout out to whoever um I'm sure Kanye produced it by whoever's on whoever's on the new guitar. That was playing the guitar on there I don't know if that was a sample or something but it was really 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 perfect it was really fitting for the track it, made, it added another like dimension to the track in regards to it. I felt like it because I it to my other friend the other day it reminds me of the old Salam Remy produced songs from like Amy Winehouse's Frank in regards to like the the beat. Wow. And yeah.
1: <laughs> Stephen's hair Took in Salam Remy. From Frank <laughs> But you know you I, mean, know, I don't understand why you're saying but
0: Salam Remy, he was he also produced um uh recently, recently recently he produced Miguel's Come Through and Chill featuring J. Cole. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's if people don't really know who he is. If you want, they don't want to recheck really out his old stuff, but check out come, if you heard if you've heard Come Through and Chill, you like the beat or like production on that, that's by Salam Remy. So yeah. That was it really. Um, okay. Next track, which is Issues forward slash, forward slash, or slash, hold on. No. Nothing, Has that nothing.
1: got that like this reggae vibe? Mm. Is that the one with the reggae vibe? Like
0: issues, I've... issues. Maybe, maybe not.
1: Let me, let me check.
0: I'm not sure. I'm not too I, sure.
1: I, 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 won't... I don't remember. No, no, it's not the song that I thought.
0: Okay. All, All right. right. This is a good song as well. It's very I feel like it's very, very similar to Oh,
1: yeah, because the beat changes gonna, yeah. at some point. And yeah. all you're gonna do is love me. Yeah, you're gonna yeah, wanna yeah, hug yeah, me. Yeah. Yes. And squeeze. No, no, no. That's that, that's
0: that's gonna love me. That's that's a completely different song. But it has the oh, same vibe shit. in regards to like
1: Gonna like, Love Me. Actually, I do like. <laughs> i just realized oh, I'm so you got like, it mixed up. I got right. it mixed up. Right, right,
0: right, right, right. But yeah, um, next track, hurry.
1: Don't like this one.
0: I kind of liked it. I liked what Kanye did with the track, like when he was when he started Don't rapping. Like, it, but okay. <laughs> um, but I liked I liked that. Um, next track is.
1: Freeway. Freeway. Now, everybody and their mother and their aunties, and their cousins and their second cousins and their cousins' cousins' cousins seems to like this track. Yeah. Why, Stephen? Do you care to elaborate? Um,
0: I guess because it kind of fulfills. Um, everyone's fantasy. We guys <laughs> <laughs> having a freeway over. Uh, I don't know. Pretty
1: much. Twelve e- girls or uh, even to. to the, I. I'm not gonna lie. I was even thinking raw. I was sing, thinking sing. to myself.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Because that's what the track does, though. The track it's is. A, it's
0: your like a nice slow jam.
1: It's um, a nice slow jam, but it's well articulated mm. in the sense that it talks about everything, but at the same time, knowing that hold on even though we're doing this it doesn't mean that it's a regular thing let me break it down to you that you still can't you can't go and go and creep with the girl without me there it's my decision i hold the keys mm. to this situation and i'm here for that do you get what i'm saying yeah um but no it's a good track and like tiana tiana has that voice for it Mm-hmm. She really does. She's got this sultry sexualness mm-hmm. to her. Yeah. That makes music even more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really does show in that track. What what's your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I really, I really liked, I liked the song and Ty Dollar sign, who has been very, oh, very, very prominent that. in regards to the whole thing Kanye's been doing. Um he's he definitely shines on this track and I liked I liked his voice at this tempo. It's not everyday like hits and features and stuff like well he done this is a feature but i'm just in regards to the way his voice was um portrayed in this song i feel was was really really good and um yeah i I enjoyed i enjoyed that so um yeah freeway is definitely my favorite track on there Mm. um oh but it's hard but it's hard between gonna love me and freeway and yeah next track
1: rose and harlem now this is my track really because when it comes to the second verse and there's a bit where she goes, oh, what's the words? The lyrics where she goes, when, oh, uh, what did, I can't even sing it. They, ugh, let me find the lyrics for it. <laughs> okay.
0: Right. So, yeah, with Rosenholland, as I said before, it, it was a sample of um, an old song. And Kanye definitely bought that, like, he bought that out of. A sample like that and even though some people might say that's pretty easy you just you could just get any line from anywhere and just like repeat it enough for people to like it it's not the case this this was like good and i feel like this song can actually i, I, I can see this song being featured on a power episode like literally i don't know why but I, I literally can hear this instrumentals or just a song being featured on one of the future power episodes if it does that will be that'd be amazing i'll be literally like yeah i said mm. that and it's gonna happen. And it's happening.
1: I'm still looking for the But
0: yeah. Um A Rose in Harlem is
1: Yeah, it's one of those tracks where I just it's really kind of like years. And it talks about, you know, friendships and people's like growing up in a you know, in an environment like a situation where you're on the come up and people that you feel like are supposed to be your Number ones Your day ones Will also let you down Mm. So it speaks about Those kind of things And yeah This is This is This is the Lyric Uh, It says I can't even address it I bought I just bought my third house No album out And I got them asking What does she do I do everything I move everything Put that on my wedding ring Put that on my baby's name I was like Yes Tiana Tell them girl Because literally She flips it up And she does this thing Like with her voice mm. Where I'm just like I want to be up In the karaoke machine Also singing them words mm. With my chest Like yeah I just bought my third house Bitch yeah. Say what yeah. Do you know what I mean And I just feel like With her With her mm-hmm. In her music You can tell that she's Speaking her truth
0: Of course
1: That what we're hearing in her music is really what happens in her life and what she's actually really doing yeah because don't get me wrong it's not like to say every artist shouldn't put their personal life out there but mm. from the little that we see of her she's very kind of open and very honest about who she is you see her relationship with her husband and her her child and i can see that through her music where you know where she's talking about the freeway i can put, I, I can see that she that's something she would do. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? She's very much in her music. You see her truth. Yeah. You know? So I really like... I No, nah, that's my song. Mm. That's That like... Rosen Harlem is one of those.
0: And... um, Never Would Have Made It, which is a sample... Not a sample, but... Something off a track um
1: by Marvin Sapp. Did you see his post about the song? No, I didn't. What, what did he say? He kind of bigged her up. Oh, okay. And talked about how... How much the song meant to him. I think to do with his father passing or something, right, 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 and right. stuff like that. But I can't remember exactly where. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. but Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that. But um, WTP. Not really feeling that one.
1: Ah, oh, what this pussy? Uh. What this pussy? Po- I love it. Oh God. Do you know what? Yeah, it just reminded me of the ballroom feel. The kind of like drag. You know the the lgbt community the queer i was here for it i literally was here for i could see myself not that i know anything about the ballroom or whatever i'm not even going to try and sit here and pretend like yes i know all of it i could see myself going to the ballroom and start voguing to it as well like yes (laughs) giving them the vogues and the the death drops and all of that stuff no i really kind of got that vibe and I think she said, I was on her Instagram And I think she said something like she might make it into a ball Using that song Yeah Um. I, I was like, yeah, I'm here for that actually I really do like the song mm. I really like the song And I like the who Who's the the guy speaking? It's not Big Freedia, is it? I'm
0: not sure I'm, I don't really like tracks I've only seen it once and I didn't go back to and it again you like, yeah, I'm not here for this
1: yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I really liked it It's very kind of like Oh, Big Frida what's what what's she known as like what music scene is she she's got that bounce. yeah, yeah it, bounce. bounce yeah okay yeah um yeah. yeah so it's got that bounce feel but with kind of like a again the sultry element to it mm. so yeah
0: yeah so just to like close things off I feel like when it comes to Tiana um and I feel like why fans love Tiana is not just because of her singing skills or dancing skills um it seems and like she's yeah it seems like she's just got that um whole appeal a, yeah just around around the way girl personality.
1: yeah
0: and she's got great charisma and uh, i think from her reality show tiana and iman um to her workout tapes because she has got workout tapes out as well which is and i love the
1: realness about her like sometimes she's like i eat shit like mm. i'm not gonna sit here and say to you that i'm the healthiest looking person or I don't have, like, shit, like, this is naturally how my body looks mm. like. So don't try and think that, you know, I work out intensely. Because I think she does a lot of dancing. How she gets the way she yeah. is is through dancing. Yeah. So, nah, I like I like her realness. I really do.
0: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it just seems like, she obviously, does, she does acting in films as well. So yeah. it seems like, you know, she's...
1: Byron! Do you remember her from Thingy? No. Oh, she was in a Medea movie. Oh,
0: right.
1: And that was her signature thing. And she's doing, like, and she's chewing gum. Anyway, sorry guys. <laughs> Clearly, I know a lot about her.
0: But yeah, it seems like she's like constantly proving that you can't really put her in a box. And um, you could say she's 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 out there, like just remaining a, a quadruple threat.
1: And this is so, a yeah. Um, PSA to Kanye West, if you're listening. If you're not, you know. Um, please, please. Work on Tiana, don't leave her hanging. Like, honestly, I feel like there could have been a lot more done with this in a sense that there could have been more effort. Do you understand what I mean? Hmm. I think, but the is, same... is,
0: that's the thing that I'm thinking about Kanye is Kanye actually really an artist developer, though? Let's be honest.
1: Yeah, is but if you've really... got somebody on under your label. You're supposed to give them the parcel, parcel, the the parcel and the package of everything. You not you shouldn't miss out on anything. Yeah, do you get what I'm saying? And maybe it is down to to the label heads who looks after her and whatever, whatever. And I guess it also plays the part because I know that the album was quite rushed. Mm-hmm. Like, it's there's nothing wrong with taking time. Like, and. And all that stuff I feel like And it goes back to What we talked about In the last episode Like bringing out Rushed work Like yeah we are here for it And you know The last time she did Bring out an album Was probably about Four years ago I believe And people were waiting for it And yes we like this But we know that It's not even that We know that she can do better Because she's done good With what she was given But I feel like If there was more push And More to do with the production side In the sense that it was Well kind of like tailored Well kind of put together Mm. It would have been fire upon fire Right. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah You agree?
0: Somewhat Oh god Somewhat (laughs) agree Um, So yeah moving on to the next kind of Album we have like On the list Yes We are gonna I guess discuss
1: The Carters The Carters Love no, is that,
0: had, Everything yeah. Is Love? Everything
1: is Love, yes. <laughs> Stevie Loveload, the name of the album. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um Yeah, this this came out what a week ago?
1: I think the nineteenth of June.
0: Nineteenth of June, oh probably yeah, ten days. So, yeah, so had they, some time to kind of take in, I guess, and Yeah, just, they
1: announced it while wow, i think it wasn't their london was it their london show i think
0: it was their second second or third london show, yeah, son, like sec, yeah. Second, second, so uh, yeah.
1: with all the speculation about when are jay-z and beyonce gonna bring out an album when are they gonna do it when are they gonna do it they were like boom here you go
0: and it seems like it was quite funny that they dropped it around the same time as Nas's one they didn't even let Nas's album breathe a bit they're like now we're dropping it right now and we want everyone i don't to think they cared it.
1: about that but okay is that a thing that they thought about
0: i'm sure they did consider it in regards really? to like obviously when you're dropping an album you're not going to say let me just drop it on a particular like let me just drop it right now it's a case of you thinking who's around you whatever, whatever. Oh yeah of course yeah Industry, so forgot. yeah um but yeah like you know the album was nine tracks mm, yeah and yeah it seems like when it comes to people releasing albums nowadays it's not it's not your 26 track album that's working for people. <laughs> it's like, we'll it's get like, to that yeah, in a second. It's like a dig at someone, um, yep. but yes, when it comes to everything is love, yeah, and um, they dropped a video which is was ape shit, and people went crazy online because literally they went ape shit. They literally went ape shit. Um, um, for Beyonce and Jay Z and the Louvre and
1: oh god, Do, can we, can...
0: do, do we have to? Do you have to,
1: <gasps> guys? really are we out here saying yes oh my god i can't believe beyonce and jay-z hired out the Louvre. um anybody can hire out the Louvre love not anyone well not anybody but not you know
0: anyone. it's not that easy not i'm a sure just like going there and say hey
1: i'm sure you can send an email if you have the right money yeah you can hire out the Louvre love do you get what i'm saying but I feel like everybody's like, chill. Really, when, uh,
0: when it comes to obviously this is this is actually a, it's, it's definitely a big thing. It's I guess it's the statement
1: done. behind it. Yes, hooray, fantastic! But <laughs> you sound like a hater. I don't, I don't, you do. Wow, you I'm just saying. I'm. Do you know what? Yeah, I'm not impressed very easily. That's why. So things like that is just like okay, like they're artists, they're musicians. Mm-hmm. They're going to go out and look for something that potentially could be outspoken could push the barrier do you get what i'm saying so it, it it's part of what they do so i it doesn't come as a surprise to me okay yeah cool you got a couple of black people in the louvre dancing looking at the mona lisa picture with the mona lisa picture in it
0: yeah mona lisa, exactly yeah.
1: all of that the van gogh van gogh and all of that stuff <laughs> you do you get like what i'm song. saying <laughs> like i i think just stuff like that is just normal to me
0: right.
1: i don't know maybe i'm just I don't know I Stuff like that I don't sit there And kind of like Sit there and really Deep the stuff To the point where I'm just like My god It's groundbreaking mm. It's phenomenal
0: It's could still a ev- big thing Could though.
1: we ever See ourselves doing this 10 years ago And don't sit there And do that
0: I don't know It's just not me But anyway but Back to the on. music Back <laughs> to the music So uh, yeah 8 track um, album They put out It's a
1: 9 babe
0: It's 8 it's oh, actually eight tracks oh it's eight but no, you it's said nine, nine. Sorry, it's nine. So, sorry it's actually nine sorry I got confused between Tiana Taylor and, and them um yeah so it's a nine track album and it started it started things off with summer um which kind of gives you like a, a like a, like romantic bliss and everything's cool and everything's great and the sun is out and we're driving in our um uh I don't know a car but we're driving in Cuba somewhere and life's really good and life's perfect um that's my favourite track That's what I'm going to say
1: Oh what is It's your favourite track? Yeah like, Serious?
0: That's the song I've like, I've got on the playlist And I listen to like when I'm driving around and stuff so, Oh yeah. right then I am just drive around But if I'm driving somewhere I don't drive yeah. around I haven't got many like that But yeah um, Yeah that's that's my favourite track um, Obviously there's Obviously the song Love Happy What did you think of that track?
1: i probably listened to it twice
0: Yeah okay um, There's Boss Boss
1: And Nancy. to it I'm a boss oh, okay I like okay. the song Okay,
0: cool. All yeah. Right. Um, how about friends?
1: My friends, my friends, better than your friends. Yes.
0: Okay. Heard about us. I'm just no. kind of going through a list. No? 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 You don't mean really? okay. But yeah, it seems like, well, those tracks, what well, from what I noticed after listening to them, um, it seems like they're just they discuss um kind of centers in on fixing either broken relationships or their relationships they had in regards to friendships um yep. their relationship um yep. them being a family mm-hmm. and yeah just this ties with people out in people outside in the, the
1: mm-hmm. business. i think they addressed they well. a lot of things that were questioned
0: mm-hmm.
1: about i guess that about their relationship because mm-hmm. obviously we got the lemonade from beyonce and a lot of people were just like oh my god jay-z fucked up do you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying then jay-z bought out 444
0: 444
1: 444 actually it's not the same difference 444 and again he discussed the subject of you know him cheating and mm-hmm. all this stuff and it was kind of like okay so what's going on do you get what i'm saying and i think this album pieces those two pieces of album together to make us understand, and I guess answers the questions mm-hmm. of what people had in their mind and the the journey of their relationship once all of these things happen, and then kind of like the progression, what the next step is for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I did. I think friends really. There was a bit of a dig at someone in particular. Mm. Um. Kanye Mm. It's called Spade of Spade Because I know there was a big deal About him Jay-Z and Beyonce Not attending the wedding Yeah But that was the whole time Where Jay-Z and Beyonce
0: Were going through stuff Stuff
1: And he really kind of like Talks about His real friends Being Mm. there Yeah um, Especially a friend That lost somebody but still came round and looked after his kids. Yeah, Those kind of friendships that he values, it's not the friendships that you see on social media. It's not the friendships that you see in the public eye. It's those people that have grown up with you years that you know, your kids know as auntie and uncle. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So like, at first I didn't really like the song. Mm. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know what it is. I... I think for me, it's because it's a different sound from Beyonce.
0: Right,
1: right. And I wasn't sure I was here for it. I was like, I don't like this Beyonce. What is she doing? Like trying to do this trap. I'm a rap with my, my, what's the things that you put on your teeth? Grills. Grills. Yes. <laughs> like I just didn't, I didn't quite like it. But I think once I listened to the message of the song mm-hmm. and quite took it in quite a few times, I was like, okay, I can understand the story here I get it um, But yeah no it, 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 Yeah it's a good track And we also mentioned Like we When we first listened to it We thought the production Was phenomenal
0: Very very rich production
1: Great To a T The orchestra The sound The Just From hearing the one ping The ping sounded perfect
0: <laughs> I guess it would have been Really really good for For saddle users Because they would have Be getting all kinds of stuff Like Like in regards to the, the high high is it high fidelity quality sound quality. Oh yeah 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 so that's what Tyler uses we'll definitely be enjoying that more than anything. But um just to close I guess close things off I guess with the album, but I think the album ends with Love Happy. Love Happy, I think it does. Yeah. Um, um and it seems like when it comes to um there was a lyric in there where Jay Z says, um we broke up and got back together and then Beyonce adds, um, we came and we conquered and now we're happy in love. Which is interesting um, That's what I'm gonna say <laughs> but,
1: um, I don't know Was that a dig?
0: Slightly But yeah um,
1: But you know what Let's, let's let, Not that we're a podcast That talks about relationships And stuff But let's touch on it Like How is it any different To A regular person's relationship When people do cheat Do you get what I'm saying? Like I've always kind of Had this stance of to a cheater Always a cheater How can you take somebody back? But it's so difficult Because Like, I I think with time, I've learned that emotions are really a deep thing. Of course. Like, you invest your emotions, your heart becomes connected to that person. So for you to just completely drop that person, because of whatever the situation may be, it's hard in itself. So I guess the fact that they've worked on it, they've identified their issues they're dealing with it And they're now in love again You can fall out of love with someone And fall back in love with them mm. Do you get what I'm saying? It does happen That's true
0: That's true I guess yeah I guess that's true But my
1: favourite track is probably Ni- Nice Nice?
0: Yeah Okay
1: Yeah Cool I don't like 713 Fair enough Fair Um, enough. We haven't given a mark out of so, going back to Tiana's um, work, mm-hmm. mark out of 10.
0: I will give it a, at this moment, I'll definitely give it an 8. Okay. Eight out of 10.
1: Yeah. I'm giving it a 7. Okay. Based on just everything that was discussed and mainly because of the production of it.
0: Mm. Fair
1: enough. I'm knocking it down. A few. Na- yeah. Okay. Because of the production.
0: How about Everything is Love?
1: Everything is Love. Probably a seven two.
0: I'll give that a seven. Um, but just just in regards to obviously we did say earlier the production was very very rich, but I feel like some of the lyrics were quite forgettable. Yeah, was there anything that like like listen to them like yeah yeah I can I can I can hear myself reciting that like a little later or mm. that would be great for an Instagram caption. But, <laughs> nah, but yeah, because um,
1: nowadays that's what we're looking for. That's what we're the looking music for, we're looking for is the ones where we can do some captions on Instagram. Yeah,
0: or Twitter, and, and get them and likes. Tweet, yeah, but um yeah so i just want to do a quick quick review of an album that um i listened to i think it came out a week ago or 10, 10, 10 to 12 days ago it came out around the same time as um um jay-z's album and jay-z and beyonce's album and it was, um j-rock redemption now he's part he's signed to tde and uh he's not really i would kind of i kind of feel like with td they've got so many artists on their on their like label it's Really, kind of okay. kind of say like good music it's kind of like the good music as well but because they've got like kendrick they've got scissor they've got um Absol, they've got azire Rashad, they've got um some guy called something skywalker i um, forgot his name now and um, they've got j-rock um I-, I might forget someone else as well which i'm really upset about but um what, brent fires no, Brent Fry's not on it, but no, like I always was...
1: assumed that
0: he was. Nah, nah. But um, yeah. So it seems like when it comes to um, this album, this album J- by J Rock it seems like it was, it's been a long time coming, and um, he's kind of I felt like with in regards to his TDE the way they put out their artists and stuff. Kendrick had a great year, SZA had a great year, um, and then everyone else is kind of like in the background at the moment. Um, people are still waiting on Azira Shah's album, but with J Rock's album which is called um redemption um it's it's kind of collection it's a collection of obviously rap songs and it just talks about his struggle and his journey uh, as an artist from being part of gangs and things like that mm-hmm. and it's just his journey and in, in regards to getting out of it mm-hmm. um so you know when it comes to the album when it when it did come out he did have a lot of pressure on him in regards to him getting the numbers mm-hmm. and um with this we're still doing this numbers pe- thing. people still plays people still play the numbers game wow. but in regards to like the album itself i feel like it was a really really great 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 produced album he had some great features on there one of my favorite songs on there was with j cole and it was called um awesome the song was called awesome outside out of mind Oh, and um, uh, so close to Assam. Yeah, so close to Assam. Um, and also another favorite track of mine is definitely um, Scissor. Well, a song called Redemption, featuring Scissor, and um, that was a good, good track. But I'll definitely give the album seven point five out of ten. Yeah, that's that's one that that I really, really, really um, enjoyed. So okay, yeah, yeah. Moving on, Geo, you, you've got some theater news, haven't you?
1: No, we wanted to talk about one more, just Which briefly. Was? which was the drake one
0: oh the drake one okay yeah yeah
1: let's really talk about it because i was like i was putting a lot of energy in my instagram post yesterday and i said nah let me bring it to the mic because i'm because it's better that way mm-hmm. um so it came at a perfect time that we're recording today because drake dropped his highly anticipated album Scor- scorpion 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 on friday mm-hmm. and today is saturday um and obviously I woke up in the morning, saw that it was on my Apple Music, downloaded it. So I thought to, uh, my journey to work is gonna be an hour and a bit. Mm-hmm. Have some time to listen to it on my way to work. Um how about you? Was you
0: Um, I listened to it the morning after and yeah, I was doing some stuff. I was like, let me just hear it like once and see what happens. I I to interview I stopped that particular particular track. Um, Tell us the because, track, bro. I think it was emotionless or something. Yeah. Like yeah. And it just it was just it, it it felt very everything was just meshed into one. Um but yeah, like it was definitely yeah, what do you think? What do you think?
1: Um It was trash. Yeah. Let's call it what it is. It was rubbish. Um I didn't like it at all. I was disappointed to be honest with you. I'm not the biggest Drake fan. The last album that I've enjoyed listening to was Take Care. I thought that that album right there was a per- just a perfect, not perfect body of work, but it was a great body of work because we got to see like how, we just got to see Drake in a different way, but it was, a, it was this fresh Drake that we kind of was like we knew about, but there was a freshness to it and I loved that album. I still kind of listen to it now. I think with Scorpion, it just felt like, again, like Stephen said Just a whole kind of like, everything was the same Like I started, I started the album I got to emotional, I, I can't do this I really cannot do this This is this song Or this just the first, I think it's the first three tracks They just sounded all like the same It just sounded like a roll Like a long continuous track And I said, I'm going to come back to this so I waited for my, wait till late in the evening when I was coming back home, coming back from work home to listen to it again. Nothing. There was no standout lyrics. It just felt like he was rapping about the same stuff. Like his voice just sounded kind of like very one toned in what he was rapping about. It just seemed like pointless rap. Um, yeah, pointless rap. And I was just like, raw. Is this potentially, and Stephen said this, is this potentially the downfall of Drake with this album? Um, I can't remember what song. Mob Ties, that's it. Mob Ties seemed to be the track that was kind of like, had a bit of a bop to it. That I was just like, okay, he's a little bit different. Even the song with Jay-Z, I was just like, ugh. Oh, oh, I was just like, I'm not here for this. And then we get to the B-side part. And I was just like, I am tired i said no not today satan really not today um i'm not going to lie i don't like the mushy stuff i don't like the 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 singing the singing stuff on take care was just the right amount this on hair it just felt like he was pouring out his his like it didn't like what he was saying was just like rubbish i was just no, I wasn't here for it. I was, I expected it because I just knew that this reign for Drake is about to come to an end, and I think the rain, it, the reason why it was going to come to an end, is because of the whole push-tee kind of like diss, and you know him being advised not to return the diss, and it kind of just fe- feeling like, okay, you know what, potentially could he. I guess he's. Re- we expected his redemption to be that he brings out a fire album. Yeah. And there wasn't a fire album. There was a very average or below average album. Do you get mm. what I'm saying? It's like you know when you write one fire essay, you teach that fantastic, great, and it gives you your next question. You bring the essay back, and he's just like, "I expected more from you, love." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's like we did, and it does pose the question. That we talked about in in the last episode, in regards to, do we expect too much from artists, and how quickly do you expect their work to happen?
0: Yeah,
1: I think for me, Drake should have just called it a day. What was the last album? Again, more life. Before that, Uh, views.
0: Views. Yes, I said
1: before that was nothing was the same. Mm -hmm. Again, all forgettable albums. Everyone is just going to go back to take care and the albums before that. Mm. That's how. What that's what I found. I found that every album after take care just hasn't lived up to that.
0: Yeah,
1: that's true. Like he's come out with some banger tracks, but those are one tracks from at least one of those albums.
0: Mm. Yeah. And you were saying obviously earlier about Mob Ties and how much like you really like it.
1: I and... know oh, I did like it. You did, you did
0: like it. Okay. That that
1: had a bop to it. It had it like it, it's like it flipped the script from oh,
0: okay.
1: it being the same. What felt like the same track from I don't even know what what number Mob Ties Mob Ties is. Obviously, it's number nine, number eight. It's the eighth track. I see. Yeah, and then he says this lyric about I'm a light skinned Nigger But I'm 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 light skinned But I'm a dark nigger And I'm just like Drake come on What kind of Dead ass Dead ass rap lyric Was that <laughs> Dead ass That was so trash Man I was just like
0: You throw that word Trash around Very
1: loosely No but it was trash I'm not using it loosely <laughs> I'm honestly Not using it loosely Man I'm gonna listen to it again But I can Definitely guarantee you There's no fire tracks On there wow nothing whatsoever
0: fair enough fair enough I, I i'll probably feel the same way um i'm not uh, my expectations for this album weren't that great anyway after him after he didn't respond to push a um this i felt like in regards to like any kind of credit or like clout i've given drake that like it's kind of like been declined from that point because I, i've never seen him like Obviously I think the whole Joe Budden beef was like whatever, but like this this whole one with regards to like push a T saying stuff and just ruining his whole press run in regards to the whole the whole kid thing was um quite funny. So yeah. But yeah, this this Drake album, I feel like this Scorpion does not really have much of a sting. Wee. Oui.
1: Oui. <laughs>
0: but um yeah I'm
1: um, um, I'm for moving the time on. being i'm just giving it a, a one wow yeah
0: wow I'm, I'm definitely not doing that i'm not going to
1: bring it just yet until I'm, I'm giving it a one i don't see it. okay let me start I'm, <laughs> okay let me i'm giving it a two
0: <laughs> you're giving it a but two.
1: it will go down to one wow yeah
0: wow. okay but yeah moving on let's see what, what we've got theater news
1: theater news um nine nine has been, nine nights god damn it nine nine it sounds very brooklyn nine, nine. nine nights has been transferred to the west end Woo! Yeah, you've seen this yeah production. so i've seen this play um originally at the national theater um at the dorfman theater and again i did a review about it um a couple of episodes ago guys go check it out i thoroughly enjoyed enjoyed it and i'm so glad that people can now go and see at the West End. So it's been transferred to Trafalgar Studios. I'm trying to open up. Let really me just lost something on your phone. Um, yeah, it's been transferred to Trafalgar Studios. Um, and it will be running from the 1st of December to February the 9th with a press night on the 6th of December. And again, directed by Roy Alexandra Roy Alexandra Wise? wise. We- and it's going to be produced by National Theatre and Chicago Theatre. Um, so yeah, um, I don't believe the original cast is going to be joining, but the cast will be announced. Is yet to be announced. So that's very very exciting. Right. right. And um, in other news, recently announced just yesterday is that Misty's also been transferred to the West End mm. with Arenze Kenney. Yeah. Yes. Um. Is is it a Renze or Rinzé or Rinzé mm. or Rinzé Kenne? Um, I went to go see that at the Bush Theatre. I really enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed the writing mm. more than anything, actually, because I actually read the script, read the play after I left, and I was just like, i was still laughing. I thought it was very hilarious, but a serious, touching, but it was just really good. Yeah. Um and. Yeah, so that's also been transferred um, to Trafalgar Studios or Trafalgar, Is it Trafalgar Theatre, I don't know, Trafalgar Studios. I can't remember the dates it's running from, but tickets go on sale, I think sometime this week. I think the run starts in September, but I'll double check again. I will tweet that and we will tweet that on our Twitter Mm. and let you guys know. Um, So that's some great news for predominantly black plays just making movements. And there was actually a discussion on Twitter about, you know, are they doing this more for, and at the fact that they've seen like an economical benefit in the sense that there's um, a a financial benefit more, or are they doing this in the light of, you know, trying to get more black plays into the West End theatre? So that's a question in itself that's quite interesting because I did find that, you know, the people, you know, I we've always said yeah. the importance of going to the theatre and seeing those black shows and seeing people that y- y- that reflect you mm-hmm. in theatre. And I'm here for it. I think there has been a bit of a dip. Um, and originally what I was going to discuss was my love-hate relationship with theatre. Mm. Um, but we'll do that in the next episode. Um but yeah, that was kind of like a discussion that I saw on Twitter and I kind of like and it was um Natalie Ibu Ibu from who's um the artistic director of Th- Theatre The Hoodsy. So mm-hmm. that definitely We've had her on a show Yeah, we've well. had her on the podcast before mm. and she asked the question. Um I'll definitely retweet it for you guys to kind of have an opinion as well because it, it does pose a very interesting question. Um are these are these theaters doing it as a financial financial gain or are they do they have a genuine interest mm. in black theater coming to the west end yeah um but yeah so that uh, overall it's great news because then more people get to see the show people mm-hmm. that didn't have the opportunity because i believe that the run sold out very quickly for both plays yeah um if you didn't get to see see it before now you might you'll get to see it and i definitely want to take um my partner's my partner and my partner's mum to go see Nine Nights, so definitely one to go and see. Um film, film, any film updates? There
0: is. Um you told me about this a few days ago. Um Did I? Creed.
1: Oh yeah. Creed too.
0: I didn't believe there was a trailer out, but there actually was a trailer out. I went to go and see the trailer and the trailer was pretty good. Okay. I was surprised by, by what Why I were saw. you surprised? I don't know, because obviously I, they've they've changed the director. Oh, so Kugler isn't directing.
1: Oh, is it?
0: Creed II. Um, it's oh. a new director called um Stephen Stephen um Capel Jr. Um, I think is he black. I think he's a black director. Okay. Yeah, and um Kugler gave like put Creed in his hands and said, "You know, take care of it and take control." Yeah, and Kugler trust oh, him, trust him in that sense. And seeing the trailer, it did seem like I'm still getting the same familiar feel of the way that the film was shot. Um. As the first one, so it doesn't seem like it deviates too much, which is quite good. Mm -hmm. Um, story, I think it kind of takes place, um, I think just after the 2015 one, so the story doesn't move on that quick, quickly from that point. It still has, still, um, still starring obviously Michael B. Jordan, fest Stallone, and Tessa Thompson. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's just coming from, I think you see. Adonis which is an interesting name isn't it Adonis Creed um, obviously being played by Michael B. Jordan being badly injured in a fight before showing um, in, him in the hospital with his girlfriend which is played by Tessa Thompson um, and then yeah it seems like I think they have a kid now I believe or they have some someone else involved I think they had a kid in the first one or she announced she was pregnant to him but yes well I guess we'll just see the story and I think Ivan Drogo's still in it which, which was in the first one so yeah interested to see where the story goes in this one it's coming out november the 21st oh so this um, year so this year so mm-hmm. look out for it look out for it yeah
1: cool so tv stuff mm-hmm. have you seen this kind of like trailer where it's just like black actors just talking i
0: saw a bit of it but i didn't see all and
1: i can't remember i'm so bummed that i didn't write the name of the actor down Right. The little, um, the black boy from Stranger Things is kind of like narrating
0: I think his name's Caleb, something Caleb or Caleb Yeah,
1: Sorry. yes, Caleb Mc- something. Yeah There we go um, So Netflix, this is not a movement um, This is not a movement, this is not a moment This is a movement video um, we will share that on our socials again for you guys to check it out if you haven't um it was actually released during the BT Awards on Sunday last week's Sunday mm. and it basically showcased all of the black actors directors writers influencers influencers that have been involved in any and every Netflix production Netflix, or ha- Net- Netflix? what did i say netflix netflix <laughs> Netflix production um and uh and those who play like the leading role mm. as well in most of them and i hadn't realized that there's quite a lot mm. but then netflix has churned up quite a lot of stuff so you kind of forget the amount of stuff that they have put out and i was really here for it I, it was good to see some familiar faces but somebody said i think it was um Timmy from the nerd podcast mentioned that um, uh, Titus from um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt wasn't actually in there, mm. which was quite interesting because I was like, right. Yeah, he's not in there. He's also a pivotal person, individual as part of the like the like Netflix family. Yeah. Especially Kimmy Schmidt, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt being quite big. Um But he made that show The guy is hilarious Mm. In Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt And you know The fact that he wasn't there Maybe it might have been due to You know Not being available To shoot And stuff like that I also saw Kano 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 Yeah he's in the actual He's in in the visual And the picture as well Interesting. Yeah, Top Boy innit.
0: Top Boy, that's the one. were you thinking, why is he there? Yeah, I think Netflix yeah. what Netflix shows he been in. But yeah, yeah, no,
1: Top Boy. Um, it was good to see Spike Lee as well because of she's got mm, a never, habit. Yeah. So it was just like a lot of stuff. And I was just like, Yes, this is a this this is a moment. Mm. This is what is it? This is not a movement. This is this, this is, is not a moment. This is a movement. I was is. here for it. I need to continue with that actually. Oh yes. I forgot to mention, you know, Netflix has opened up a studio here. Not studio, but they've opened up an office in the UK. I did not know that. Yeah, so they've opened up an office in the UK. I don't think they... I think they're planning to start probably September or by the end of the year. Mm. And so they've opened up open up shop here. I see. Um, Which is great, but there's going to be some competition with a lot of the broadcasters and a lot of people, you know... Kind of wondering what what damage could, could potentially happen if they do come here. But it's great for writers, you know, people that have films that they want to pitch right. yeah. from here to then pitch it to the guys yeah, here, in, office, yeah. in yeah. this place. So it's, it, it, it's great to that extent, but I guess, but then Netflix is always trying to, you know, they're giving people a run of their money.
0: Run for their money
1: Run for their money
0: mm.
1: So on that note I think that's pretty much it
0: Also check out season 2 of Glow
1: um, Oh yeah Stephen started watching that I
0: started watching that it. Without it's quite, me it's quite which fun. Is, uh,
1: It was a show that we watched together and he watched it without me
0: oh, Yeah so um, check it out Um, Season 1 was was great People loved season 1 Um, And yeah it's on Netflix It's 30 minutes each episode it's About 10 episodes Season 1 about 10 episodes Season 2 30 minutes is not, it's not going to take, it's not going to take too much of your time, but it probably will take a lot of your time, because I know with Netflix, you always seem to just go straight to the next episode.
1: Yeah, And you end up being there for the whole day. Yeah. You think, what have I done with my life today? Yeah.
0: But yeah, that's about it really.
1: So moving on. Yeah. To our Opportunity Circle. No, it's Opportunity Circle slash Circle, like whatever it is now, it's Opportunity Circles isn't it. Um, Hue music. So, guys, we've got a couple of great opportunities for you guys. Um, like I mentioned, I think I I, I gravitate towards like writing stuff especially me being a writer Mm. so i'm always looking out for things that potentially could benefit 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 people benefit writers but at the same time also beneficial to myself Mm. um so i came across this one it's called the felix dexter bursary um and it's the bbc commission comedy commissioning um department and BBC Comedy and BBC Writers Room have announced their continued commitment to developing talented um, BAME comedy writers with the Felix Dexter Bursary. A six-month bursary will be awarded to an aspiring comedy writer to to develop his or her skills at BBC. BBC Comedy Commissioning is the largest comedy department in the UK. Um, And I won't go into it too much because I've written it all down. So what do they want you to do so the guidelines is is that they would like you to answer the a few questions so they have three questions and they want you to answer them and send it across to them so there's no scripts that they want you to kind of like have Um, And the bursary is opened to Black, Asian and other ethnic minority writers or writing duos who are 18 and over. Um, And the application can be made via BBC Writers Room from the 19th of June. And the closing date is the 30th of July at 5 p.m. the entry requi- requirements is a good knowledge of British comedy and comedy television in general, experience of writing, to a brief set, writes to a brief set by others to outline in your writing CV. Excellent communication skills. Um, duos can submit, but no writing teams. Um, entrants must submit a writing CV documented as a short biography to be entered on the BBC writer's room e-submission and entrance must be available to attend an interview in London between the 11th and the 27th of September so again the closing date for this I think it's a fantastic opportunity closing date is Monday the 30th of July at 5 p.m and you can apply through BBC writer's room um, website again we will post this on our socials for you guys to click on next one next one is a writing piece of gold which is a showcase for new writing um so they're looking for short plays um basically writers piece of gold is staging another new writing night on the 23rd of september at southwark playhouse and they're seeking basically new um eight new 10 minute plays a short list will be drawn up and the lp OG's directing team will select the final lineup and inform the writers of the eight selected plays. Um, The plays, the chosen plays will then be casted, fully rehearsed and presented on the 23rd of September. Um, Its opening theme is to be bold and right from your heart. Um, The guidelines are four characters limited, no extracts from a full-length play and no TV screenplays. UK writers only so you would have to confirm in your email that you're UK resident. Minimal effects a 10 minute running time and you do not need to provide a CV they're only interested in your plays and have produced first place for a lot of writers so they they're basically committed to writing to discovering new writers from all background. Um, The deadline for that is the 10th of August 2018 at midnight and they basically want you to send a script over to little pieces of at btinternet.com. Um, and you can also visit little pieces of gold website, which we will then share on our socials. Socials. Wow. And that's it for opportunities circle. Right, okay. Stephen, when are you gonna pop an opportunity on there?
0: I don't know. Um I'm not to too sure. But just in regards to, um, like, with with these opportunities that you're pointing out to people, um, do you know if there's is it something that's obviously I'm, I know it's something that's needed, mm-hmm. but do you know if there's any kind of Ways they can find this out themselves or do you have to keep on listening to the episode every week?
1: No, you can find this out in yourselves. It's always good to kind of how I find it. Maybe I should make reference to how I find it. I tend to go to like websites. Um, I go to your big ones, so your channel fours, your theaters. I kind of look around. Mm. Um, I know how complex that can be sometimes just looking at websites and stuff. And Twitter is your friend when it comes to those opportunities as well because a lot of these theatres a lot of these um, broadcasters advertise those things on their website on their websites and of course on Twitter Mm. but you know sometimes you miss the deadline and the deadline is so kind of like short that you don't give yourself pretty much enough opportunity to, to kind of send everything across but i it's because obviously myself being a writer i'm always looking at for something that i can put myself forward for mm. um and yeah so rather than just keep it to myself i want to share it with everybody because it's a fantastic opportunity if i'm hearing about something i think is great i want to share it and i would like to think people are uh, people who have a genuine interest or genuine passion Mm. for getting other people that look like themselves or just other people who are who have a genuine passion for writing through the door and not seeing the same people writing the same stuff then by all means help your brother or sister out let's all go through that door together let's all go through that a great analogy from our sister dorcas Let's all be in the lift together going up rather than you going up and then coming down and then the next person going up and then coming down. Yeah, let's all go out together in that lift. Do you know what I mean? Um, so that's that's why I do it. So you can find these out yourself, but I know how easy it can be if somebody helps, yeah. I guess, with that. So there's a reason why I decided that cool. opportunities corner should be a thing on our podcast
0: or circle. so cool cool. see
1: i can't i can't pick (coughs) um so quickly let's wrap up with our sound waves oh before we get on with it i went to go see a play you did and i loved it tell me i went to see a play oh that was really bad that was so bad wasn't it super bad super bad super bad so i went to go and see the secret lives of baba Sheggy's wives now i've spoken about this on the podcast before Mm -hmm. i i I believe it was one of my Soundwave theater recommendations um and i urged people to go and get a ticket because i knew it's like my spirits was telling me that it was going to be a great play Mm. like i feel i feel like i'm the oracle you think so yeah i'm the oracle Maybe who played the Oracle in the Matrix?
0: I don't know. I don't know.
1: Says the person who watched the Matrix.
0: Yeah, I've seen. Doesn't mean I know every single like actor in there.
1: Wasn't it the, not Lawrence Fishburne?
0: No, he's he's Morpheus. Okay.
1: He's not the Oracle. <laughs> I assume that he was. <laughs> no, he's definitely not the Oracle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne is definitely not Oracle. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so I went to go see. That. I went to go see it on Thursday. Actually, I ri- originally was going to see it. I think the previous week, but something, um, emergency came up, so I wasn't able to see it. Um, so Baba Shaggy's, um, The Secret Lives of Baba Shaggy's Wives um, play, is um, playing at the Arcola Theatre, and it was directed by Femi um, Iwere, oh, I'm not even going to say his name because I, where we Fob, would you meet Ah oh, Junior? Wow! Man. Shame on me. Stephen, read that. The director. You might have a better, a better.
0: Director is Femi. El, Femi Elufo would Elufo Okay,
1: Junior. Elufo would Junior? Ah, we got there in the end. Somebody shout Hallelujah. <laughs> um and uh <laughs> it was originally written as a play by Lola um Shoni, and um it was adapted into the script that we see today by Rotimi Babatunde um and like i said i went to go see it on thursday mm. i absolutely enjoyed it so briefly without giving too much away the secret Life of Baba Shaggy Wise follows a a well a a rich man, a well looked after man, mm-hmm. a man that has made an entrepreneur that has made himself a lot of money, mm. but has a love for women. Mm. And he has basically four wives. Wow. And the story is told via mainly by the four wives and of obviously baba Sheggy. Um so the secret the secrets the secret parts of the wives is is the part of the play that I won't give away because obviously you have to go and watch it. It's really really good. It involves a lot of singing, a lot of Yoruba Yoruba um I felt like it was Yoruba traditional mm-hmm. songs um again speaking Yoruba as well so I definitely related to it mm. being that our mum is Yoruba so it was kind of like oh my god and we obviously know the language very well our, both of our parents speak it and I just felt like I was at home I was genuinely at home mm. like I could potentially see the nuances and the not that I don't want to do uh-uh, the typical uh-uh, whatever but the the kind of the jest the jokes the who i found was hilarious was the nurse because you i can tell you this right now if you was to go to a hospital in nigeria you will find a nurse exactly like that and you even see it in the nigerian films as well you see it in the nollywood films so it was great to see how realistic a lot of the characters were Mm. because i'm sure if you go to a nigerian household if you go to a yoruba household you can see potentially somebody within your family that is like that person on stage. Um, But there's not much to, if I just quickly talk about the set, there's not much to it, but the space was used really well. Um, I loved how there was levels. So you know, a lot of the characters jumped up and you could see them kind of playing up there and the audience is down there. Some of the audience were also sitting up there. Mm. So it was like a climbing apparatus kind of feel to it. Right, right But right. it worked really well. Like, immediately when you kind of see the poster of kind of the play, you assume that it's going to be extra colorful, extra kind of like stage and stuff. Mm. And then you come into the room and you're not necessarily disappointed, but... The play in itself speaks. So they didn't have to be all of this hurrah
0: hmm. of
1: a, a set piece, if that makes sense. I see. I see. Um, it just worked really well. Um, the dialogue was perfect. The characters were wicked. Um, the direction was fantastic. Um, and I have to give it to the whole cast. I'm not even going to name the cast, but I have to give it to them. Because like, it's not easy. I don't even think actually wait hold on i'm trying to see i don't know if everybody's even nigerian um i don't know if all of the cast is nigerian but quite a few of them are but i can't just assume that because you are nigerian yeah that you'll be able to speak the language or you have the accent down to a t but my god they had the accent down to a t they had the speaking in yoruba down to a t that i it was flawless because mm. immediately when i watch something i'm always like hmm accent ain't right there right now i'm not feeling it and mm. that immediately kind of like clicks off mm. it makes you click off from the play which is like i'm not it's not resonating because i don't yeah. find it's not authentic yeah but i felt this was just so authentic because it was down It was perfect. And I don't know whether that's to do with the cast being majority Nigerian, but then also having a Nigerian director and a Nigerian screen um, um, scripted um, adapter. Um, I don't know whether it was down to that, but if it was, it's fantastic. And it's important for things like that, especially if you're trying to make a play as authentic as possible. It's better to try and cast close as possible to the people that are reflected in this particular play and they did that they yeah. really did do that um overall there were some subject matters that were so interesting and there was a moment i wrote down the stigma with rape and being damaged goods now mm. the culture and this is not only down to the nigerian culture i could say that it it it's Reflective on many different cultures, but I can mm. only speak of my culture if that makes sense because I'm Nigerian, of course. Um, and this whole idea so there was a um, the wife called Balanle, um, she was she had a secret, and her secret was that she was raped at 15 mm. and she got pregnant, so she had to have an abortion. Now, she hadn't told her mum, and eventually she admitted that to her mum, and her mum was like. I didn't raise a daughter to be damaged goods or to be raped. Mm. Things like that. Like in that moment, you're just like, rah, she really said that. But sometimes, like, and this is not me justifying, like the older generation, the older Nigerian generation to say those things. But those things really would actually come out of their mouths. Mm -hmm. And it's sad to hear something like that. Like, and you hearing it and kind of like it triggers you a little bit because you know there's certain things that my parents might have said but didn't intend it wasn't of ill intent but they didn't articulate it very well and it's come across very kind of like but that's not how I raised you to be you weren't Mm. supposed to be like that and it really kind of dawned on it really dawned on me this stigma about rape and how Women view themselves view as it's their fault, Mm. and it's not. It's the predator's fault. Do you get what I'm saying? And yeah, no, I like going back to it. I really, really like the play. I definitely highly recommend it, guys. Go and see it ASAP. I don't know how long it's playing to, and I'm so upset because I had this all written down and I didn't write it down. Um, but guys, go and see. I think it's playing till the seventh of July. I see. So guys, go and grab your tickets ASAP. I think tickets start from about £12.50, I want to say. But check out the Arcola Theatre website. It's Mm. definitely one to go and watch. I think if this got transferred to the West End, again, I'm taking my parents. I would like to take my parents to go and see it because I think they will definitely not relate to the story, but it's something that they will thoroughly enjoy because... It's to do with their culture. They have some understanding of it. The language is familiar to them. Mm. And also just to touch on it, it was also great to go in and see the audience was mixed. Right. For once I saw, I saw aunties. Really? No aunties that, you know, you would never think that they will go to a play to go and see a play. I saw aunties up in the theater. I was like, yes, I was so happy. I saw young black women. I saw older the like young like couples like black couples i was just i was like yes this is what i want to see in the theater and it just made me so happy so yeah guys i think i what's i give it what stars did i give it i'm boring steven a little bit i gave it four stars okay four stars so guys go and check it out um and let us know what you think Let, let me know if you think i was just trying too much or if it's actually a genuinely a good play great but yeah good stuff Good stuff I don't think I have any theatre recommendations this week um, but I think actually one I do there is Honey is it Honey Brown? oh it's our sister's play Shame Hive on. City Hive City Stephen's looking at me like what but are you, you saying,
0: saying bro? I was like, that's got
1: no correlation. No, it is. It, it, it's the producers are Honey Brown. I see. So I the see. company is called Honey Brown. Okay. Right. But Hive City is coming to you guys at the Roundhouse. Yes, they are. Um, I believe the it's basically um women of color, mm-hmm. um just p- putting together a great body of work. So it's a dive. I think a, d- a device piece. Yeah. Um, exploring um feminism the diversity i can't remember off the top of my head but it's just exploring a lot of things to do with the black woman um and the i think the cast look great and we're not just saying that because our sister's in it but it just looks awesome it looks like i've been looking at her instagram and it looks like it's gonna be a ball of fun and it's gonna touch on some amazing Um, Issues and I can't wait to go and see it I believe they are It will be playing From the 9th Tuesday the 10th Tuesday the 10th of July to
0: Saturday the 21st of July So
1: so guys go and grab your tickets I believe it starts from £12.50 £10 to £12.50 Yep and it's at the Roundhouse um, In Chalk Farm So guys go and grab your seat If you're looking for a new piece Um or theatre that you want to go and see Or a new kind of piece of stage that you want to go and see I definitely recommend going to see it yeah. We will be going to see it And we will also do a review for our next episode yeah. Not our next episode Our next but, episode?
0: Not our next episode, it'll probably be in a few weeks time In
1: a few weeks time, um,
0: so yeah So yeah, the, the tagline is Activate, pollinate and liberate Yes So it's going to be great I, I'm really looking forward to seeing all these guys um, all these creatives in one space and doing something that seems like they love, so mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and shout outs to all the women of color out there doing their thing.
1: Defo, what's yeah. your track of the week, bro?
0: So, moving on to our sound waves, right? Well, we aren't sound, sound waves, wave but movement. just yeah. Stevens. Truck Smiling Masterminds sound waves, I yeah. guess. Um, yeah, what do I want to recommend this week? I do have a track, uh, and it was a it's kind of like it's a juggernaut track in regards to in regards to who's featured on the track itself it's literally like r&b rap and like just collective of people and it, the song is called um forever always um
1: and yeah you're my favorite song Melody so strong. When I think of you, You're a dream true.
0: So that was Forever Always um, by Peter Cottontail. It featured Chance the Rapper, Daniel Caesar, Rex Orange County yebba smith and a bit from maybe a few harmonies or background vocals from um a band which are called third story and that track is a really really good song really simple um somber and calming so that's my track of the week that i want to recommend how about you jules
1: is it just one track
0: one track i've got
1: okay um, my track of the week, I've got two tracks actually, again on the soaker vibe as I'm going to a Soka fet later on. And it's um it's Erfane Ives, um, and it's overdue the precision road mix. Make me ball out. Again, wine in season, give a little wine, enjoy yourselves, and do a bit of a shake of the bum bum and everything. So that's my track, my soca track on the lead up to Cannibal in August. My second track, um, going back to uh, obviously our reviews, mm-hmm. has to be Tiana Taylor's. Rose in Harlem. been the more than a little bit, bit the more than a little bit, but I ain't calling no names out. No, no free promotions if it ain't about blessings. I can't even address it. I just bought my third house, no wipe out, and I got a basket. What do she do? I do everything, I move every day. Put that on my wedding ring, put that on my baby name. All these fake spells, these six months just came from a dentist. I can tell it ain't genuine. I get so offended. Again, favorite track. Um, I hope the pro- I hope Brent actually plays my cue lines. Of course, the middle part. Well, Stephen has to tell him to play it. But yeah, that's my favorite part.
0: Right. right,
1: it's a good okay. track. Uh yeah. So those are my tracks of um, the week, the episode. Is speaking of
0: yeah, just speaking of, it reminded me a second ago. In regards to Harlem. Um, Powell's back this week. Um. you know
1: power's not in harlem is it i thought it was brooklyn
0: yeah but i mean like in just in the area and that facility like new york new york new york um so yeah power's back this week seems like a long time coming it seems like last maybe like a few episodes not a few episodes ago was probably like 10 15 episodes ago we were talking about how it just ended and it was just out of nowhere and we can't wait for it to come back and now it's back and it was back soon so I'm looking forward to it. Just before you go, any quick predictions? Do you think Ghost is going to die this season? Yes or no?
1: How can Ghost die? He's going to die. Then power's done. You know, I don't think so. I think Ghost's not going to die. He might pretend to die.
0: He might pretend to die. All right, okay. Like
1: a Nollywood film. Like like someone pretend kill him off. And then he just comes back. And he's I got his full head of beard.
0: Full headed beard? I
1: mean, full bearded... <laughs> The full beard So
0: he goes He goes. literally goes ghost
1: Yeah Like proper ghost Like they think he's dead Right And nobody knows Nobody knows Maybe unless the police And it's the police is doing That they had to put him in hiding
0: I see That would would be quite By
1: the way This is a writer's mind This is how I (laughs) I I do things Imagine (laughs) this is. It does actually happen That would be quite I would say um, 50 Cent If you need a new writer Show writer Holler at me I might help you
0: I might
1: For some good money Some good money I right. could potentially give, give up my day job Right Because that's I actually wouldn't want to be A writer Or filmmaker But anyway guys um, Yeah It's, it's been, been fun It's been And where can they find us Stephen Before we're You
0: can find us on Twitter Which our Twitter handle is At Artistic S-O-M Where can they find us On Instagram
1: um, It's Artistic S-O-M Pod um, And Facebook
0: Facebook is Artistic State of Mind We are all on those socials yeah more, more active on twitter than anything else well so. we
1: try to be more active on twitter yeah So but you um, see us retweeting a couple of good things and might post a few things here and there but yeah that's yeah. the drill
0: um don't forget to
1: like subscribe and review us
0: and share with everyone
1: and share with everyone guys um we have some news coming up very very soon yes um but yeah we will definitely share that with you um in the next episode so definitely listen out for the next episode and stuff and yeah it's been fun it's been good same time next episode same time next episode yeah peace guys bye